Hey everyone, how you doing today? Topic number three with the Lumberjack Landlord is um, one of those conversations you may have to scratch your head about, but it's it's something I truly believe with every fiber of my body. Uh, but let's welcome Matt to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm super awesome, Mike. Excited for segment number three. He And just so you guys know, I don't get these beforehand. We <laughs> literally join up and he's like, hey, this is, you, what do you think about talking about this? And I was like, that sounds like a great idea. I'd love to. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like yeah. to be prepared. I, I think about these yeah, for we're five not. minutes. Yeah. yeah just, just roll. <laughs> well, one of the things that I, I keep talking about as you more, you know, you mentor more and more people and you help people get down this path. Too many come into this real estate investing, this financial freedom, you know, whatever you want to call this wealth legacy wealth, uh, all this stuff. And too many of them talk about like in the first 30 seconds, I want to be a millionaire. And again, I believe with every fiber of my body that that's the wrong goal. And uh, I wanted to talk about that with someone who may disagree with me. So what do you think? Is a millionaire the right number one goal for people? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're filling out bucket lists, you know, become a millionaire, own a Lamborghini and have a nice date with Shania Twain. <laughs> check the boxes. I'd love yeah. to do that. That's yeah. what my list was, you know, in that order. Right. Um, <clears throat> um, there were times where Shania went from three to two. So, you yeah. know, but <clears throat> yeah, so it, it was, it ranges, but yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that's exactly right. I think that, you know, I was, I read stats about that stuff all the time and I interact with some high school kids and some college kids. Cause we have college kids that will work for us in the summertime. And, you know, I'll take them to lunch, just kind of hear what they're thinking or take them to dinner and things like that, you know, during a work day where they get, you know, an hour and a half of the boss. And sometimes that can be a really good thing. Yeah. And sometimes that can be a really bad thing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, kind of hearing it, you know, and then I kind of read statistics on it because I like to, you know, give them vision and give them hope. Yeah. Um, but the hope is to do something that is fruitful, yeah. to do something that matters to them, matters to other people that you can help other people doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, it's always funny, you know, we always talk about some of my friends, we always talk about, yeah, you know, when, when I make a million dollars, then I'll, you know, give a bunch of way to charity and help a bunch of people out. What I find is that if you're not giving when you're poor, you're not going to give when you're rich. Yeah. So I think that you give steadily along the way. And it's a good way of just the, the principle of sowing and reaping. Yep. making an investment in something and seeing return on that, you know, seeing things that we've been able to do with, you know, helping kids, you know, helping parents with kids in school and, you know, things that they needed, whatever, you know, we used to do something called stacks or packed. Mm. Um, and it was basically backpacks around the turn of the new year. We would get the list from the four local schools and we would just fill up a bunch of sack, you know, a bunch of backpacks, new backpacks for the kids, boys and girls, where they could then have a backpack showing up the first day with all the supplies they needed. Nice. You know, what did that cost me? thousand bucks hmm. it was nothing but it meant so much to each one of those kids and i think the millionaire thing i think often comes when certainly when you're earning hmm. i think it often comes from something that people are passionate about investing and recognizing that this is an investment not only in me becoming successful mm -hmm. but for my family and for my kids and so that we can ultimately give back more yeah. i think that those people are probably nine times out of 10, they're, they become millionaires. And it's not because they're focused on the million dollars. Yeah, I think, I think it's just absolutely the wrong goal uh, I agree. For, for everyone. Yep. I, think, I think some people say it because they've heard others say it, which sure. I never wanna have somebody else's goal. I don't wanna have somebody else's dream. I don't wanna repeat what other people are doing on social media just so I can sound cool. It, I mean, frankly, 
if you ever want to see me, if I can figure out where the herd is going, I'm going the other way, right? Yep, I'm just contrarian. Yep. I am far more comfortable being alone than in a pack, just going one direction. It's yep. Unnerving. So again, I never want to have someone else's goal. So if you're saying you want to be a millionaire because you heard 17 other people say it, it's not really a goal. You're just, you're just trying to stay in the flow. Yeah. The second thing is, again, as an accountant and a money guy where I'm comfortable, uh, the millionaire status shows up on the balance sheet. And the balance sheet is full of assumptions, estimates, mm -hmm. and you don't spend, you don't live off your balance sheet, right? That's right. Most people don't. <clears throat> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, we need to go to you know, finance 101. What you need to be focused on is the income statement, right? Earnings minus expenses left over, you know, what I call your uh, freedom dollars, right? Disposable income. Yeah. I want you to appreciate if, if you have a side hustle or passive income or whatever that is $1 more than your monthly expenses, you have earned a status that 99% of the world doesn't have. You are financially yeah. free. And Absolutely. if you have monthly expense of a thousand bucks and you have a thousand and one coming in and you're worth 20 grand, who freaking cares? <laughs> exactly. You got, you own time. You yeah. own your time. That's mm -hmm. what we need to talk about. We need to yeah. talk about financial freedom, which is, you know, your passive income is a dollar more or $5 more or $10, whatever it is, more than your expenses. And when you think that way, you realize that, you know what? You control. You control your income statement every day. You can choose to how much money you make. You can choose to get more, change jobs, second side hustle, whatever it is, investments that produce income. But most importantly, you all can decide where you spend, right? I've actually yes. put on Instagram <clears throat> in the last two weeks. Olivia and I just, we like to, you know, we take an afternoon walk. Why? Because we can and a couple of times the weather where we are has gotten frankly warm. So we went to a mall and I took two pictures. Uh, there were lines out the Gucci <laughs> and Prada stores. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Are you out here spending your stimulus check on Prada and Gucci bags? And I think the answer is yes. Yes. Trust me. If that's what you're doing with your free stimulus money, you're going to work for 40 years. That's just not the thing to do. You're probably gonna work for 45. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's be, gonna be and and never ever ever <clears throat> feel like you don't have a monkey on your back. That's the way it goes, you know. Dude, the rat race this, is real, right? Just oh yeah, of course. I mean, hey, listen, you know, for us, like <clears throat> all right, so uh, I'll tell you exactly how the lumberjack lives. The lumberjack lives and he drives a 2001 crew cab GMC truck. Hmm that has a bed that looks like it hits everything but the lottery. <laughs> like this bed has so many dings, dents, and scratches in it. It's ridiculous. I drive, and that's, that's, the, that's the truck that I'll drive for properties and things like that. Yeah. I drive a salvage title, 12-year-old Escalade that squeaks when I drive it. It squeaks when you try. It, it does. It squeaks because it's got one like one of the one of the back shocks is gone. So I got to get that fixed. That's funny. But this is how the lumberjack lives. My wife drives a five year old Odyssey. Mm. Like we are not high on the hog. We don't have new cars all the time. None of this stuff. We've chosen to control. Yes, while we continue to increase 
our revenue, we have chose to remain extremely conservative on our spend side. Yeah. What extremely I Extremely conservative. What I want people to really appreciate is what I hope they hear in this is millionaire is not the goal. It's an outcome. It's an it is. outcome of doing the right things. It's an outcome it of a journey. Financial freedom is not a single step. It is a multi-year journey. It is yes. awesome. But I want you to realize that being a millionaire and frankly, being worth 10 million bucks is not the goal. It is an outcome of years of work. And it's folks, you need to look at your income statement. It's not the balance sheet. And right. um, it's just so much sexier though, to say I'm worth X or I'm worth Y or, but that, you know, that's ah, just, it's, it's well, frustrating. Change, change a couple, you know, change a couple of input numbers there. Yeah. And guess what happens, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's far, far better to be content, but trying to attain knowledge to reach the next step and the next goal. That's obviously all of the things, the financial freedom of being able to pay for whatever college your kid gets into, whether they could get an academic or an athletic scholarship or not. <clears throat> but it's all the things with the goal being, well, I just want to be a millionaire and I want to be part of the, the what do they call it? The two comma club. Yeah. You know, like I want to be part of the two comma club, you know? And it was like, and there's parts of that. Like I started young. And so there was parts where it was like, yeah, I want that. But I liked the other side of it too, which was I had my time. I did that stuff much like you. I wasted some time. I wasted mm -hmm. some money that I could have put towards more property. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'd be triple the size like you would be if you started five years earlier. I yeah. couldn't start five years earlier, but if I deployed capital a little bit differently, I'd probably be twice as big. Yeah. Um, and now when you look at it with how hard it is to find a deal, get a deal, Mike, think about those properties that you bought in, you know, 2010, 20, you know, 09, 10, 11, mm -hmm. they've doubled, tripled, quadrupled. I'm sorry, was a closet full of fresh clothes worth <laughs> that? And if you believe that it was, Hey, no judgment here. Yeah. There's, few, there's less competition for me to go buy something. Yeah. But I think that there's a lot more people that dress and act the part than are actually the part. And I can tell you being the part it's often that it's not, it's not show and go. It's not constant flexing. It just mm. isn't like how many of these guys that are flexing on YouTube, you don't hear of after a year or two or three, or you only hear of them because they got indicted. Like <laughs> yeah. take the long path, take the journey. The reason why Mike and I love the real estate thing is because it's minor adjustments mm -hmm. in your life that gets you on the path to true financial freedom. Absolutely. Minor adjustments. You Man. have to have a place to live. You have to be able to eat. You have to have transportation. If you make some of these minor adjustments, the wants and the needs, making sure you're focused on the needs and every once in a, once in a while, spoil yourself with a want, you are going to live a much, much happier and largely more successful life. Even if you never get to the two comma club. Yeah. Again, what, let me close with this. So I started with being a millionaire is the wrong goal. I, I believe with every fi fiber of my body. But if you do what we're talking about here, you will end up in the two comma club. It's just math. I love yep. that. It's just math. Yeah. I mean, true words have never been spoken. I mean, that's one of the whole reasons that we started the Lumberjack Landlord channel on YouTube and the website was because we wanted to make sure that we were putting all the things that we've done, all the hacks of life, all the things that we do, Take 10% of it, take 80% of it, take all of it, whatever you want. We just want to throw that out there as, hey, this is how we got there. And I can tell you this, 
I love my wife. I love my kids. And if we didn't have all this property, we'd still be largely living life much the same way and still be plenty happy and content with where we were. Yeah. I'm just thinking like we didn't have this property portfolio. Um, you have a lot more time on your hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll end it there, man. I appreciate you. I look forward to our Friday conversations on your Always. channel. We'll, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk later in the week. Sounds awesome. Mike, look forward to it. Thanks everybody. Yep.